0: and amen. What a wonderful song. That's the old pass. You need to download their music, listen to music, go to their website, and buy their music. We love them, and we need them. But uh, I want to thank you today for listening. This is Brother Lee Whaley with the Crusade for Christ podcast. Today, I, I mean, today, look, I've got my red shirt on, even though today's not actually Valentine's Day, it will be. So happy Valentine's Day to all you out there, and God bless you. And, uh, but I have to, I have to say, um, I've got so much on my heart right now that I, I really don't know where to begin. I mean, it's like the urgency is like a man standing watching a man's house that's caught on fire. And, um, and as you see the house catch on fire, he runs over to the neighbor's door and he starts beating on the door, and the people inside are saying, What is it? What is it? He said, Man, the top of your house is on fire. The top of your house is on fire. And they're in there going, Well, we don't see it. We don't, we don't, we don't understand. There's no fire in here. And you keep beating and you keep beating and you keep beating on that door, and you're crying out, your house is on fire. Can you not see it? Can you not hear the, 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 and then all of a sudden some smoke starts coming down the stairway and they say, well, you know, he may be right. Our house may be on fire. No, I'm telling you it's on fire. And then the the smoke comes down and the flames come down and they're inside and they're going, oh my God, the house is on fire. The house is on fire. It's time we got to get out of here and they barely escape their life and some of them might even die because they didn't come out of the basement or they didn't come out of their room in time. Because they didn't believe their house on it never caught on fire before. I mean they've been living there for thirty-five years, and that house has never caught on fire. Well, I know this 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 is just an analogy, but listen I have been watching and I know some of you probably have too, but not I haven't watched as much as I usually do. I can't stand it. This news and this taking over of our country this this may not even stay on online much i hope it does but i don't know now if it does uh i mean you gotta remember i'm also on uh, apple itunes under the crusading for christ hour and then also on uh, spot crusading for christ hour podcast and then also on my website www.crusadingforchrist.com my podcast and stuff will be there too so anyway Boy, be praying for me. But last podcast I talked about was about this right here. Are you ready to meet God? You know, I think about Noah when he built the ark. When he was out there building that ark, God gave him all the dimensions, gave him all the, told him how to do it. I mean, I mean, this guy wasn't young when he started. And but he started building that ark, and he was out there on that dry land, and people started making fun of him. And I know you've heard the story, but it's good. It's worth repeating. They made fun of him they ridiculed him they aggravated him but he kept on working he kept on pounding he kept on building and he kept on doing what god told him to do and right now i want to i want to go off on a tangent so bad i can't stand it about these lying politicians and lawyers and all these people that are that are trying to take our country and um, change it into a socialist nation now you gotta you gotta understand this just didn't start yesterday This has been going on for hundreds of years and we'll talk about that at another time this is the most important thing but god keeps bringing me back to what is my mission why has god kept me alive through drowning car wrecks cancer and all these other things motorcycle wreck and i thought to myself not that i'm not that i'm special i'm not I'm just a child of God, born, by the, born again by the grace of God, washed in his blood, separated for his work. And this is my job. This is my ministry right here. And my job is to warn, to tell, and to get you excited. If you're safe today, you should be the most excited person in the world. Ah, oh, praise the Lord. I just had a real peace come across my heart. I just, I just like to hear that sound. But the other day, a great friend of mine, my mentor in life, Brother Al Pierce went on to be with the Lord. He was in the hospital for, for quite a while. But this man, I loved him so much. He gave me, I mean, I wore him out when I first got saved, but he passed away the other day. And uh, bless his heart, it was great, great service, great going home service. And uh, right now he's in heaven. I imagine he's kind of looking down on us maybe and hoping that we'll do what God wants us to do because he loved the Word of God. He was one that I went to when I first got saved. I mean, I literally wore him out with questions and calling him. And I'm not talking about just a few days. I'm talking about years. But at any rate, so this now has come into my life. I'm here at the end of my life. Well, you know, close to it. Um, and, uh, and I say, well, Lord, you know what do you want me to do? We've got a crisis on our hands we see that there's a war going on. And listen, it isn't between men. It's between God and Satan. You've got to understand that. This war is not between men. It's between God and Satan. We're just pawns on a chessboard, amen? Listen, if you understand it, you'll see the big picture here. In the beginning, when God created Adam, and Lord, i don't want to go back to just start we won't have time for that but he created adam and eve and he put it put them in the garden of eden he gave them everything they needed and he loved them and he blessed them and he had them to re- reproduce and all the things that happened and from that very time to this day about five six thousand years i mean i don't know the exact time it isn't millions by the way y'all you evolutionists i'm talking to god's people but we've got a mission we've got a mission that we still got to to take do and that's that's Matthew where he tells us to go out and tell the people warn the people just like that man whose house is burning down you knocking on the door and you're hollering out the door please open the door get out your house is on fire you're gonna die if you don't get out but listen it's time to get out it's time to get up it's time to shout it out that Jesus Christ is Lord you Christians out there that you've got lost people in your life, you've got somebody that's not, that may be on the border. You need to tell them about Christ. You say, well, I don't want to hurt them. Don't worry about it. Where are they going to go to? Hell, to? There's only one hell, and you don't want them to go there. And then there's agnostics and atheists that are working against us, and there's cults, and there's occults that are working against us. But praise God, Jesus said, I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell when not prevail against it. And praise God. When I went over to Israel with Brother uh, Kevin, in the church, we stood right at the we stood right there where that Jesus said those very words. Over there in Israel, there is a, a cave, and this cave has got a river. The cave, as you look down, it goes, it drops down, and there's a river that runs under this cave. And there's a rock out there with a hole in it. Well, on the outside of that cave. There's an altar, and that's where they sacrificed Satan, demon worship, occult worshipers, and they would sacrifice human beings and throw the bodies into that crevice in the bottom of the cave. And if the blood ran out, they knew it was accepted. This cave was called the gates of hell. And that's right where Christ was standing when he said that word. The gates of hell were not prevailed against it. He was standing in the very garden of Satan. And he said, Satan is not going to beat me this time. <laughs> Back in the garden of Eden, he destroyed man's uh, de- communication with God. But this time God said, and Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And for 2,000 years, the church has been building. But listen, he said there will come a day. There's going to come a day when there's going to be a falling away. There's going to come a day when the Christ himself said, they will deliver you up to be killed. And that's happening in our world today. People are dying because of the name of Christ. Not in America yet, but it's coming. It will come. The antichrist is coming. Now, for you all-millennialists that say, well, I'm still convinced that it's going to be halfway through the tribulation period, well, good luck. And for you post that say this, that we're going to usher in the church, good luck on that one, too. I'm a pre-millennialist. I believe that Jesus is going to take his children out. Uh, Revelation chapter 4, verse number 1, bam, we're getting out of here. And then from chapter 4 through chapter 19, you see the tribulation period, the antichrist, the beast, and the false prophet, and the demons and all his minions. Work it. And that's what I'm screaming to you today. He's coming. He is coming. The time is coming. And now they're wrapping this thing up. And the reason you see all these things going on in our politicians is because God has turned America over. America's gone. Now I know you say, well, that, why would I say could 46 years I've been studying the Bible. I've been looking at this stuff. And if you've been around that long, you've seen this country change into the, to the, to, we're right on the edge. You remember what I preached about or talked about? about the K-Barnia movement, if Christ, if we choose Trump, maybe God will spare the land, If if Biden goes in, 40 years. <laughs> so you see, that's where we're at. We're past that now. We're past that now. We're in the wilderness again. We're in sin again. But I'm thankful the Bible says that the fields are white unto harvest, but the labors are few. That's what we are. We're labors in the field of white harvest people. Not white people, but all people. Don't want to get that one misconstrued anyway, I doubt did it out but I, but I just you know what I mean, so getting back to my board over here, what is the urgency of telling people that we're going they're going to die hebrews nine twenty seven let me remind you it's appointed under man wants to die and after death the judgment proverbs fourteen uh and twelve sixteen twenty five there's a way that seems right unto men, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. Matthew seven thirteen. Enter at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way. Isaiah forty five twenty three, Romans fourteen, eleven. I got twelve on there, but it's actually verse eleven. Verse eleven through thirteen. Every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess, and then Philippians two five through ten Every knee will confess, every tongue will come, every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess to God that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. All I'm asking you is to listen to me just for another minute or two. This is the time to really look at what's going on. Satan has blinded the minds of them that believe not. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, verses 3 and 4, if our gospel is hid, it is hid to those that are lost, and whom the God of this world has blinded, blinded the minds of them which believe not. And at least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, which is the image of God, should shine upon them. It's right there. And then if you look in uh, 2 Corinthians 11:14, 14, it says that the devil is an angel of light. That he's a liar, John eight forty four. He's a liar. Peter first, Peter five eight. He's a roaring lion, going about seeking in whom he can devour. He's an angel of light. He's a roaring lion. He's a deceiver, John ten. And John eight forty four says he's a liar and the father of lies. He don't tell the truth. And I'm telling the truth because John eight thirty two says you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth is Jesus Christ. This board back here, this board back here just simply says that you've got to be ready. Get out of the house. It's burning down. Our country, <laughs> our world. See, this thing is what you don't, what you got to understand. This is not just about America no more. This is about the globe. This is about globalism. This is about the new world order. I doubt very seriously that this video will stay up very long, but you pray that it does. Now, here's what I want to tell you, and I'm going to read this to you. And if you want to get your Bible and read it, you can, but its I'm, I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to read it to you. I want you to listen to the Revelation. I'm going to have to read it off this now. Revelation chapter number 13. And John says, And I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns upon his head and ten crowns, and upon his head the name of Blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were at the feet of a bear, and his mouth is the f- mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. The dragon, Satan. This is the Antichrist. The beast, I personally believe the beast. Now listen. Um, the seven heads. Seven heads. Isn't it amazing? How many how many continents are on the world? Seven. This is Lee Whitey stuff here. Seven. And if there's seven continents, and and God said in uh, in the book of Ephesians that G- that Satan is the prince and the power there. He is the prince of this world. And after the Antichrist comes, and after Jesus Christ, just like in my post, takes the church out, that's what's holding it back. If y'all want to know, the church is holding back the workings of Satan, because if people say, "Well, it's the Spirit of God," the Spirit of God is omniscient, it's omnipotent, it's omnipotent. It can't be <laughs> it can't be removed, but the church can be removed. And when she's gone and gone to be with the Lord, then all this is going to happen. But listen to what it says. And that beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were f- like a... F- be def- what, he's, what he's describing is the world empires. And I saw as one of his heads was wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. After this empire. Now, I don't know. I've heard people say, well, the Antichrist head gets bashed in. I don't know if that's true or not. I personally believe these are nations that will fall and um, then then rise up. But you know, that's up to your own interpretation, but you can believe it's going to happen. And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power and the beast, the dragon Satan. Who is like the beast? Who's like this world empire? And who's able to make war with him? Nobody, because the whole world now is this new world order, and America is getting ready to go into it. Don't you kid yourself. This Paris peace agreement, all these things that's going on, the new world order, these riots, all this black uh, uh, Lives matter, antifa, all these things are working right into the new world order. They're trying to scare you. They're trying to get you to listen to them and nobody else. And they don't want to hear your words. But listen what it says. And and these uh, and there was given unto him a mouth speaking these great things and blast blasphemings. And power was given to him to continue forty two months. That's that is the great tribulation now and it was given to make war with the saints who's who's the saints listen the hundred and forty-four thousand jews that are going to be sealed during this time of tribulation and the two the two witnesses this is this is hundreds of hours of studying but you just listen and they that dwell upon the earth shall worship him who the beast whose names are not written now listen whose names are not written the book of life from the lamb slain from the foundation of the world what about that you remember I, Remember in Second Thessalonians chapter two, and God will send a strong delusion, and they're going to believe the lie. That lie is the lie of the Antichrist. And God says you're going to believe it because I'm going to send the delusion, and you're going. To it's already started. I believe that in my heart. I believe it's already started. And then He says He leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He will kill with a sword, and must be killed with a sword. Here's the patience of the faith of the saints. And he beheld another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. This is the power, the power of the Antichrist. And he exercised the power of the first beast, which came before him and caused the earth, and them which are dwell therein to worship the first beast, and the Antichrist, and the false prophet. The Antichrist and the false prophet. And now the the false prophet like John. John was in the wilderness saying, Behold, the Son of God that takes away the sins of the world. He was talking about Jesus, but the but the false prophet in the in the Revelation will be pointing to the Antichrist. He's going to rise up this false prophet, and he's going to be like John the Baptist, and people are going to flock to him, and they're going to love him. And then when all this is going on, the Antichrist comes on the scenes and breaks this peace treaty. And this, I mean, there's literally hundreds of hours of talking here. I mean, I just can't get it all in. So we're going to move on. But listen. This is all happening. And he deceives them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles. You remember the miracles that the Satan himself is going to be performing. You say, well, Satan can't perform no miracles. Oh, yeah, you need to read the book of Job. Uh, what you had to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image, image to this beast. Now, they're going to remember in Nebuchadnezzar's Ab- Ab- dream, that image that he saw, the ten toes that were made of iron and clay. That's what we're talking about now. And he causes off. Now, listen to this, and this ought to scare your pants off. All he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their hand or their foreheads that no man could buy or sell. Listen, save he that has the mark of the beast and the name of the beast or the number of his name. And here is wisdom that him that understands to count the number of the beast and the number of man and number 603 score and six. That's six, six, six. And I know there's a lot of dispute about what that mark would be. I personally believe it would be the um, those little symbol things those when they scan at the uh, grocery store, something like that, or a chip. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a mark of the beast. Now, I read that to say this. And I've, I'm into this thing 20 minutes, but folks, please believe me, it's worth listening to. Right now, wherever you're at, right now, wherever you're at, if you're not ready, I'm knocking on your door. God's knocking on your door, not me. I'm just a messenger. I'm not the, if God ever knows my heart, I would never say that. I'm not, you know, it's not me, it's Christ and Christ alone. But if he's standing at your heart knocking, if he's standing at your door knocking, and you say, you know, Brother Lee, I'm just not sure if I've ever been saved. Well, it's time to do that. It's time to do it right now. It's time to, it's time to realize this, this is it. We're at the brink of woe, and this is coming. These things are going to happen. Everything's happened that God's prophesied up to now, and everything's going to happen to till, till the end of time. Believe me, not one word, not one jot, not one tittle will, will go undone till all things are done. So if you'll just think about this real quick. The house is on fire. Our world is on fire. And the only way out is through Jesus Christ. John 14, 6, I am the truth, the way and the life. No man comes unto my Father but by me. Would you bow your head right now and pray this prayer? Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me, repenting of your sins. Father, forgive me. Lord God, forgive me of my sins. And come into my heart and wash me in your blood. God, I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins and was buried and rose on that third day. I believe that, Lord. And I believe that he's coming again like he said he'd do. And God, I want you to save me and forgive me and put me into your family. And I'm going to trust you and I'm going to love you and I'm going to serve you, Lord, for the rest of my life. Please, God, please, God, save me in Jesus Christ's name. If you prayed this prayer, thank God. Let us know somehow, but but get in the church. Well, if you live around Villa Rica, Kevin will baptize you or somebody will baptize you. We'll take you in. Listen, it's running longer, but this is on my heart. I love you folks. Thank you for listening. And uh, and uh, listen, this time, like I told you, I've got things working. I want you to partner with me. I want you to be a part of my ministry. And uh, and I want you to pray for me. If you'll do that, I sure would appreciate it. And uh, And I love you all. And you have a great Valentine's Day. You men and you women take each other, me and that just go out and eat. I'll buy her a heart. I think I've got one in the back from last year if I just give her that one. Don't tell her. But anyway, I love y'all and I'll see you. Bye.